search my heart, you speak of love, your arms are always open wide, you know my thoughts. And today we're staying in this county. We're going to, I think, a very special place called Wheat Hampstead. And with me are Jane, hi, hello, and Jackie to hey. tell me more about what exciting things have been happening there. So, Jane, tell me about the church situation, or one of you, or whichever it finds it easier, <laughs> um, when you first came. Uh, well, since I've been in the village, most of the time there have been three churches um, which were in Wheat Hampstead. Uh, the large Anglican church, which is a beautiful medieval building in the centre of the village, uh, a much more modern Roman Catholic building out on the Marford Road, and the United Reformed Church building on Brewhouse Hill. Mm. Well, that is very sort of um, a, a generous display of Christendom, isn't it? Three different sorts, all in one place. And we work together very effectively as part mm. of churches together in the county. Uh, we've had a committee that has been actively working between the churches for 25, 30 years, something like that, isn't it, Jackie? Yeah, I think probably more than that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember rightly. Yes, Jackie, were you there for, for some time? Yes, yes, I've, I've been there for um, uh, yeah, 45 years now, and... And uh, um, yes, it's been a, a lovely village, and um, we, uh, our family, joined uh, the United Reformed Church uh, when it was indeed flourishing in in the 1970s, and it um, was full of children, and it was a very good church for many years. And unfortunately, in the year about 2000, um, people had left the church, and gradually. Um, our congregation was so reduced that we hadn't got enough funding to to run the church buildings and um, our hall that we also had needed a lot of work doing to it and uh, people who hired it uh, gradually left. So that left us with two buildings, the church and the hall, to decide what to do with it. So um, was it a, a sort of... Either or, we'll go to this one or that one. Or did you didn't build a new one, did you? <laughs> no, no. We we wanted to stay on the site and we wanted to keep the free church um, presence in Wheat Hampstead. Um, so we had sort of several options at the time, and we were hoping that maybe we could have. Um, houses on the site and then we would have a uh, church building um, and and a hall um, built by the developer but unfortunately the district council ruled this out twice so that left us wondering what we should do next. Oh dear Jane do you come into this story tell us what happened? Well the next stage was that our friends at the Anglican Church uh, explained that uh, they had always felt the lack of a community building that they or a big hall that they could use for events and so they thought perhaps us working together was a really good idea and we spent um, many months looking at a redevelopment of the site using the personnel and funds being contributed from the Anglican Church 
but eventually that, that plan fell through as well. Mm. However, one of the Anglicans who had been very involved in the idea was someone who was um, in the leisure business. He'd run leisure centres for the past 20 odd years and he walked into our empty church building and said he thought it would be a wonderful gym. And oh, that that's a, was that's a stretch of the, the germ of a new idea um, because it occurred to us that we needed to have people from outside the church interested in yes. what was going on on our site if we were going to get them involved in supporting us in doing anything mm. that prevented it from being sold. Mm. So where did it um, go from there, Jackie? Eventually... Um, when things had fallen through with the Anglicans, because they need to spend an awful lot of money on their church building, which is 13th century, so we quite understood that they needed to do that. Um, we uh, decided that we needed to look at another way of dealing with how to get this gym built and the community um, came into our project and have been absolutely amazing. Um, we have had businesses um, that have contrib contributed their labour and uh, certainly a lot of um, things that needed to be done and we've been very lucky. We've had crowdfunding, and I think we've raised totally about £150,000. Wow. And wow. Uh, as I say, we've done this through the Preservation Society in Wheat Hampstead and a lot of people who've made donations. And it has really um, come on. Yeah. I'm just thinking a gym would not occur to everybody, would it? Have you got a school in We've got two primary schools, but no primary. secondary school. So they might have said, right, the important thing is secondary school. But well, we had closed our local secondary school um, and we had built lots of new houses on that. So that right. wasn't an option, right, right. really. Um, we, did, we did know that there were lots of things going on and a lot of people from the village were going out of the village to gyms. So we had done a survey and we knew there was some interest, but actually we must have been, we were very blessed almost by the timing of the COVID pandemic because we had just literally a fortnight before the first lockdown, we had launched our first appeal to raise £5,000 to get the electricity reconnected to the site. Uh, and that was terrifying to think we had to get five thousand pounds. I mean, yeah. how many people are there in Wheat Hampstead? Five thousand. <laughs> yeah, there are a few more than five thousand. About six and a half, I think. Oh, right. But um, it was still felt like a very big ask. Oh. But as it turned out, people during that first lockdown were spending so much more time at home mm. that they were all of them walking around the village, noticing things and buying into ideas within their own right. locality and I think we were incredibly fortunate yes. in How the did it happen that you two seemed to be heading it up? Were you the spokesman on lots of things or what happened? Well we're the elder we were the active elders within the church. Okay. Um, and we have to be a church. I mean we have a, a, a synod for our church which is Thames North Synod 
and we have to keep our site as a church and we've gradually um, although we were worshipping in other churches when the buildings were closed um, we always were together and we had our own services in St Helens and at St Peter's nice. Church and uh, so we had to we had to keep doing this and yes. we need to keep doing this so at the back of our now refurbished hall we have what we call our worship room where um, our congregation meet um, mm. twice a month. How did all the congregation um, treat this, see this? They could be a bit upset, they could think oh we ought to move this way or move that way or was there, did it get a growing harmony you know with people there? I mean, the decision to close the building in 2012 was much more difficult to come to an agreement about mm. because some people were thinking if the buildings close, we might as well stop being a church. Right. There were a few people, just about half as it turned out, who felt that keeping the church site was what we had been left and we really needed okay. to in our generation also pass it on to future generations of Christians mm -hmm. that the money had been raised by local people to buy the site and build the building and that we shouldn't give it up. We knew if we closed the church and didn't continue worshipping as a congregation, the site would be sold. Mm. Full stop, right. Have How many um, months or years has it since you um, received this site and started right this is gym time we're gonna make it a gym what do you think Jackie well I think um, after all these other processes that we've been through took um, a great deal of time <laughs> years in fact and then I guess now it's sort of been like probably two years that we've been working hard on making the gym happen it's really important that um, it's known that it is a, a, a gym for the community. It's really, really um, economic to, to people. It's, uh, people can come along and it's, it's not that expensive to join and we want it for the community in Wheat Hampstead. Mm. And can can the, um, is it one junior school or more? Can schools use it? No, it's not suitable for schools to use because okay. the type of the equipment that's in there is designed for adults. people who are adults right, or at least right. very nearly adult, you right. know, in their mid-teens. Uh, yeah. Ah, what a, what a path you've trod. How many years since you first had this idea? Has well, it I been? think it's probably nearer four or five since we first had the idea. Right. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, because we were had a couple of years with St Helens doing mm. that idea, yes. and then since then, as I say, all the different people in the community have got involved, and mm. we've had volunteers, we've had working parties, because we've all done most of the work ourselves, mm. and the church is a, is a lovely building, we've got beautiful stained glass windows that we've kept, and we now have a new stained glass window, and uh, somebody's painted pictures from the wall with the village theme, wow. and uh, the whole thing is it's just a lovely, lovely space. And you, yes, sorry, carry on. 
and the people who've been uh, joined with that, we've had a soft opening, and uh, so not that many people, but they've all really um, felt it's a really good space and have, have loved to come. And so we're hoping that since the beginning of September, um, we're having a, a proper launch, we're opening more hours, and uh, we're just hoping that we attract as many people as possible so we can keep it going. I think you'll be changing the sort of name of what is a gym. A gym has paintings, a gym has interests, a gym has architecture, etc. and history. <laughs> yeah, we did have a survey about the name of the gym and uh, it, it was quite widespread. There were lots mm. and lots of people who got involved with the naming and it's turned out that it's called the Chapel Gym, which is really appropriate. Chapel Gym, yes. <laughs> and the halls behind are called the Chapel Hall, so... Everybody will know about that, right. <laughs> Um, what input have you had, uh, Jane, in particular, over this, over the process mm. and of, of getting to the um, sharing it with everybody? Well, I mean, I, I'm the treasurer for the church, and so I seem to have a rather bigger job than I was used to because we used to have the fairly tiny sums of money coming in and out when we were not using our buildings and we only had a very small congregation. And all of a sudden I was responsible for vast grants coming in following mm. our crowdfunder applications yeah. and raising lots of money and also vast checks and transfers of money to building companies once we were getting different parts of the work done. So I think I got very worked up because I was spending hours and hours on the computer mm. um, and in lots of meetings. Uh, but I also tried to coordinate the working parties and so we had uh, working parties. I, I reckon about 40 Saturdays over the two years you we got have, together. You must have lived this. What your, what yes, is, what lots is, of people have been saying, have you not got a camp bed down there? You're there all the time. Uh, are you with a family? What do they think of it? Or are you on your own? My, my family, fortunately, have grown up and left home because they are very aware of it. They're very enthusiastic. They think it's about time mum went to a gym and built up her <laughs> muscles. So I have been going, but I have to admit it takes, takes quite a lot of time. And it's just finding the time's tricky. It's easier at the end of your own road in that you can find time for an hour and there's no travelling time, so that's fantastic. And I think there are a lot of people like me for whom it being so close means it will be used much more frequently. Yes. Now, you don't think of going to church and having to pay. Well, you might want to give something. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably, to keep this going, you need to charge something for the gym? Well, yes. I mean, people have a gym membership, which right. varies the rate depending on how much time they commit themselves to um, you know how how many months or years they want to pay up front and the rate will inevitably have to adjust once we are so successful that we have to be VAT registered so we know that the rates uh, are not going to be guaranteed for any length of time uh, but at the moment they are very reasonable they're very competitive compared to other gyms 
in in Hertfordshire area. Mm. So uh, I think at the moment most people feel the combination of not wasting time and money going elsewhere mm. and the fact that they're very reasonably priced memberships mm. it has attracted people who might well have previously used a gym further afield. Yes, it's fascinating because you think of um, Christians in this building, um, uh, gym, so they presumably... Christians talk to God about everything. They'll be talking to him about how is it, how is it going? Are we doing the right thing? You know, <laughs> it's a combination of spiritual and seen in the very practical, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, we're really hoping that there will be a spiritual element mm. to it. And, and down the line, when we're a bit more organised, we might have classes um, that, that have, have a theme, a spiritual theme. So we're, we're hoping that that would happen. But we've had amazing... Um, people saying that there's a blind lady that goes and she says that she would never ever be able to join another gym but she's so amazed that she can get to our gym and oh. it's very friendly we have a gym manager who is extremely um experienced and is there for people we're running gym classes um as a, a membership of the gym, you know, the classes are reduced, so there's yoga and spin bikes and other things that, that are happening. Yes. And of course we have the hall now, which is um, hopefully going to be hired out to lots of different organisations and a lot of people are, are using it for classes. So mm. the whole site is being used and and very much alive again after Lovely. a long time yes have you been able to promote it in any newspaper or journal or something like we've that? got a local mini magazine okay. and we have been able to um, give information as the project has proceeded uh, so we've had several articles and the healthy hub idea of it's, it's called the chapel hub and it's got these different branches the chapel gym and the chapel the kitchen gym. and the chapel halls um, and they all of them are kind of part of this idea of improving people's health through local working together mm. within yes. the community. We must mention the community kitchen that we're running once a week. No, once a month. Once a month. Yeah, Sorry. once a week, perhaps one day in the future, but not just yet. No. <laughs> no, and so we're inviting people to come and have a three-course meal um, in the community. They just pay what they can afford, Ooh. and um, it's it's really um, successful. And we had 50 people at the last one, which was our wow. third one. And we um, get food from um, different shops, different uh, people who've offered... Uh, donations of food and they uh, they look at what they've got and they produce the meal from these items and uh, it's, it's been really successful. So many good things have come out of what could be just seen a very practical thing. Right, transferring a building that was a church into and putting some um, in, uh, things in it so that you can do gym in there. And look at all what you have really expanded and provided for the neighbourhood. And um, you've had a, a special opening. No? Yes, we early in September, we finished our soft launch and we had our formal opening. Uh, we had a week where we were highlighting it in the local media in the sense of 
and making sure there were lots of banners up locally so that people realised when the children went back to school, this was a time for adults in the community to think about improving their fitness by joining the gym. And we had a thank you ceremony one evening where the, all the companies and individuals who had given significant donations of either money or time were invited to uh, a celebration where we could thank them for all they've done. Uh, we're going to have thank you boards posted up in the gym, hopefully for the, forever in the future, oh. so that their, their contribution can be seen to have been appreciated because it really is. We know as a church, we had got too small to be able to do anything nearly this ambitious. And it's only because of the community buy-in to the whole idea that we've managed to reopen the buildings and feel like we're using this site that we've had um, destined to be our responsibility for a generation. Um, and we've managed not to be the ones who ended up selling it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wonderful. Yes. I'm sure this should echo around the country and other people might think, well, if they could do it, mm. We can mm. perhaps do it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you would encourage them. Oh, um, definitely, yes. But did you have a, a, a small committee or a large group of people, or is it just, not just, but it was you two heading it up mainly, was it? No, no well, we had an action um, group, uh -huh. which was headed up by um, the chair of the... Um, we Thames Preservation Society, who I think is really, we could call her our sort of project manager, Absolutely. Julie Bell, who, who if, you, if there's a problem, she's one of the people who always will solve your problem. And, wow. uh, and she's been amazing and she's brought so many people with her. Um, but it, this has been great. And then we have some trustees who, um, trustees of, yes. the, we are... Um, a, an incorporated chari charitable, charitable incorporated, incorporated organization. organization. <laughs> well, that's a mouthful. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is. Yeah. And it took a long time for us to actually get that charitable organizational status uh, and lots of cost associated with it because all these things inevitably require mm. solicitors' input. Mm. Uh, so, yes, we've got trustees that are, some are from church, some are from other community groups and some are individuals who we knew had skills and enthusiasm that could not be uh, possibly uh, go, go forward without them and we really wanted them in bo on board. So we've got eight trustees haven't we and we know that we are very lucky both with the trustees and the members of the action group who some of whom were not wanting to be trustees, but were very happy to be involved on the ground doing amazingly long-term things uh, in terms of organising groups and funding and um, help from various contacts they had. Right. You two in Wheat Hampstead could have set a trend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Around the country, they would say, whoa, did they do this? Can they do this? <clears throat> Not quite stop the houses burning and the other things, but anyway, you know. Oh, that is such a story. Such a story. Thank you for sharing it. You, you don't get that every day. Ah, so, Jane, Della and... Uh, Jackie Senna, thank you so much for coming in and launching this on the local listening community. And 
Yes, and there's somebody there every day um, from 7 until 8.30 at the moment, apart from Fridays and Sundays, and I think we finish at 1 o'clock on a Saturday. But Stuart, our manager, would love to see you and talk you through things, show you the machinery, and um, it's a, it would be really good for you to visit and see how you feel about the whole place because ah. it is amazing. So it's such a story. Thank you so much indeed for coming to um, share about it. Because you don't get this every day, do you? <laughs> no. No. Um, well, thank you for asking us. Oh, the fact that um, you went on with it and were successful is brilliant. You search my heart, you speak of love, your arms are always open wide. You know my thoughts, my so every move, and, and still you love to be beside. Everything is coming. Okay, bye bye for now. Why can I go?